It's Halloween, which means that some of us will be scaring ourselves silly tonight with a slasher movie or a paranormal flick or some kind of psychological thriller. But for the faint of heart, or maybe just those of us who are tired of feeling frightened, there's a different kind of Halloween movie to watch. Swap the axes and the demonic curses for whimsical witches, friendly ghosts, you know, the kind of stuff you watched as a kid. Halloween Town 1, 2, and 3 were like the number ones that you had to watch, but I also love Hocus Pocus and Twitches in the Haunted Mansion. October has a reputation for all things horror, but today we're talking about the other side of the chocolate coin. This is Stateside. I'm April Bear. Brianna Rice is a reporter in Michigan Radio's newsroom. She is also a true connoisseur of Halloween movies, the campy kind. I think camp is um, the eccentric, the fun, the really theatrical. It's, you know, Beetlejuice instead of... um, him haunting and doing scary poltergeisty things, he does this scene where he makes everybody dance to a Harry Belafonte song. That's camp to me. Or in Adam's Family, when they do the sword fighting, these things could be really, really scary movies, but instead they're fun, they make you laugh, and it doesn't really distract from the movie. It adds that they have these really big, fun theatrical moments, I think. I mean, in the case of Halloween Town, this this was not like a big-budget giant special effects production. (laughs) What makes the magic for you? Yeah, I think it is um, kind of those things that they had to make themselves because they don't have that big budget. It seems like a a stage production almost. And it's just giving into the things that we can kind of do ourselves. There's lots of like jack-o'-lanterns. There are people dressed as witches. There are Halloween parties. Like the same things that we're doing are happening in these worlds. And I think that kind of adds to the magic there. And also I think there's more choices with like sound and stuff and the scary moments in these movies when people are not trying to use special effects to do them, you know? 100%. Also on your list is a movie that that stateside has has a lot of giant, giant fans of, and that is the classic Hocus Pocus. Sisters, sing. I must ask, Brianna, do you have a favorite Sanderson sister? Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I, huh, I, I, I actually will say, um, what is the redhead one's name? I just watched it two nights ago and I cannot remember. Um, uh, the Bette Midler yes, witch. She's my favorite. I think she's the most fun. The teeth that show the whole time, her hairstyle. When she asks, what is a buzz? <laughs> Tell me, friend, what is this contraption? I call it a bus. You know, you can't make this up. This is great. So um, that is definitely my favorite. What about you? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm kind of there for Bette Midler. I feel like she carried the first film in a lot of ways. Um, Sarah Sanderson, the youngest, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker. I have special feels because, like, I I knew, you know, I saw her in that before I knew her from Sex in the City. She's the screwball comedian Sanderson sister, I think. She gives us all the comedic relief in the best ways, you know, so. 100%. Did you see the sequel when it came out last year? I did watch it last year. I was not, um, I, I thought it was great. Like, it was a, a good, loving retelling, but um, I, I haven't felt the need to go back to it this year. That's what I'll say. <laughs> I have to say, like, Bette Midler is just, like, unable to phone it in under any circumstances. <laughs> that was what really made it worth the time for me. Oh, yeah. No, I, I appreciate people coming back to it, too. It's like, uh, it's very loving, I felt. So uh, Disney 
cranked out a reboot on The Haunted Mansion this year. Eddie Murphy, stand down. Did you see this in the theater? I haven't seen it yet, and it's actually on my list to watch tonight because the original Haunted Mansion is one of my favorite movies. I think Eddie Murphy does such a great job in it. I love the kids. Um, It's so fun, and I love the story behind The Haunted Mansion that, um, you know, Disney had this ride, and then they made the movie. Like, it wasn't the other way around, and I just think that's really fun. Um, I remember riding The Haunted Mansion ride at Disney World as a kid, so yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. I'm a huge Lakeith Stanfield fan, so I think it'll be fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like that was the first. Disney's had been on this real streak lately of, like, re-engineering its movies based on which ride really needs a boost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and The Haunted Mansion, like, they really, they really made it work. I'm glad it's not a redo. Like, it's its own story, and I think, yeah, Disney should stick with that more. We don't really need these stories to be redone. Just give us something new, add on to them, and I like that, so. We need to take a break. More with Brianna in a minute. Support for the Stateside Podcast comes from Kalamazoo College, offering a personalized education that combines critical thinking, curiosity, and creativity. Committed to preparing students for meaningful careers that make a positive impact on the world. More at kzoo.edu. Support for Michigan Public's Stateside Podcast comes from Lake Trust Credit Union, working to empower financial well-being for Michigan consumers, businesses, and communities. Committed to financial solutions and advice to support people and families. More information at laketrust.org. Brianna, let's start with forever. I think I think we need to talk about Twilight now. You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? I know that the book series is something very close to your heart. How did you get hooked on glowing vampires as a young reader? Yeah, I was super young when it came out. I'm actually not sure how it started, but I've definitely read Twilight over 100 times. Like, I'm talking like... Even last year, I reread the Twilight series, and I read a lot of books, but, um, you know, Edward was above my bed as I slept every night, three-foot-long poster. It's amazing. I think it's uh, the definition of camp as well, these sparkly vampires. It's just fully ridiculous and not the best story, but for some reason, it's so compelling. I'm obviously Team Edward, but um, it definitely feeds into Halloween because vampires are part of this Halloween story that we get to have, so I consider it a Halloween movie for sure. I, I've gotten in a lot of trouble over time. I keep insisting on Team Jacob, even though I know it's a moot point. Okay, you guys, I get it. But I just, I can't let it go. I just learned I a lot about you, April, so. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have to choose? I'm like, I'm usually a vampire person, but Jacob, well. Um, you know, the films, the film adaptations are, I feel like they're so polarizing, Brianna. I mean, people either totally love them or just think they're a travesty. Mm-hmm. I mean, you said you've watched, you've read the books a zillion times. D- do you also take in the movies as like comfort watching? I do, but not as much as the books, but I love the movies. I think they're so fun. I still think about the fourth movie and how they did that. I won't, spo- I mean, can we spoil any of these movies at this point? But you know, Brianna, come on, just, just get it out there. Just get it out there. Yeah. When they pretend that Carlisle dies, like I think that was such a fun <laughs> adaptation and change from the book um, that really worked in like a theatrical way. So I think the movies are just as fun and ridiculous. Um, so yeah, I- I'm with them. Yeah. So I need to move us on to something that, that 
is is some the subject of some debate the nightmare before christmas tim burton's animated stop motion film about halloween sort of colliding with yule do you <laughs> see this as a halloween movie or a christmas movie For me, it's a Christmas movie, mainly because I have so many Halloween movies to watch and I don't want to let go of the season (laughs) completely. So I just save that for like a kind of adventure backwards and forwards. I think it's a both, though. So I, I, I had a party over the weekend a little bit or just a few friends over and I put Nightmare Before Christmas on in the background and Beetlejuice. I think those are the two that kind of like people stop for a minute and look at. They're really interesting. But Christmas movie for me. Okay, so at social gatherings, do you ever put on a movie and like turn the volume down and turn on some music that may or may not be totally relevant at the same time? Oh, absolutely. That's exactly what I did. So <laughs> I put on like Halloween themed music a little bit and we had Nightmare Before Christmas and Beetlejuice and um, Coraline's a fun one too. Like just kind of movies like that, that people walking by will look at, you know? Yeah, I feel like Coraline though, like that's just borderline almost too scary. I know it was supposed to be a kid's film and everything, but... All those, that button eye stuff really creeped me out when I was a full-grown adult. No way! You're not sewing buttons in my eye! I loved it. I think it's so fun and smart and definitely creepy in a way that kids can get behind a little bit because you want to root for Coraline and uh, she saves everyone in the end. So what is more magical than that? This is true. I want to wrap this up by talking about what we do in the shadows, which was on your list. I I just, I love this series so much. Arguably one of the greatest comedies of our decade, in addition to being fantastic for watching on Halloween. Do you have a favorite, a favorite vampire in the series? Absolutely nausea, but um, Guillermo's great. I think they're all so fun. And this is like the perfect definition of camp. Yes, it's vampires. Yes, it's all these things, but it's just so unbelievably funny documentary style about vampire or mockumentary really like the office but with vampires and so funny it's great i would recommend it to absolutely everyone michigan radio's brianna rice you can look for her list of must watch halloween fun films at michiganradio.org brianna thank you so much for talking with us you have all the candy corn you can eat whenever you choose to visit i will do that (laughs) thank you so much And that's the Stateside Podcast. I'm April Baer. You can find full Stateside interviews at michiganradio.org. Today's podcast was produced by Rachel Ishikawa. Other producers in our show are Mike Blank, Ronia Kavansag, Mercedes Mejia, and April Van Buren. Our intern is Olivia Meradian. Our executive producer is Laura Weber-Davis. Music for the pod comes from Blue Dot Sessions and from Audio Network and from the great beyond. Thanks for listening. Be safe out there. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.